Welcome to Your Yoga Life, a podcast about supporting you and your business with the self-care method of yoga. Each week, we explore the ways that yoga makes you feel more confident and successful as you build, grow, and scale your business. Now let's get started with your host, Vivian Wolf. <laughs> That's me. And we're testing, testing, testing. Yes, good. Okay. All right. So I am here today to answer your questions about yoga and life and business. So how yoga can help you in your business, how yoga can help you in your life. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and get started with some common questions that uh, that I get whenever I speak to people about yoga, especially if I talk to people who own their own business or uh, people who, uh, women who uh, have, have a basic um, introductory idea of yoga but um, still feel like it is something um, that is outside of their abilities. So... Um, one of the most common questions I get is what kind of yoga is best? So uh, there's a lot of different styles of yoga and for, for a long time there was a lot of debate over which one was more authentic or which one was better for the body or which one is more be was better for the mind. And uh, I really feel like, um, and in the, the more traditional classical styles such as Hatha, Vinyasa, Ashtanga, um, Iyengar, did I say Vinyasa already? I hope so. And Yin Yoga, I think of those, um, it really just kind of depends on, on uh, kind of your personality. And what I mean by that is like uh, Ashtanga is a really, really great practice for people who uh, really like running, marathon running, things like that. Who like uh, who like to move their body and pr and kind of push push the limits of what their body can endure, and yet do it in a way that is familiar and repetitive. Because in Ashtanga, um, it's very challenging. It's very strengthening, and uh, it really it, it really works your muscles. But it does it in the same sequence each and every time. So if you're one of those types of people that really likes to kind of zone out as you run, you, uh, you like the repetition of it, um, then Ashtanga might be the right kind of yoga for you. If you like variety, but at the same time, you still like to push, kind of push the, push the envelope dancers, uh, dancers, rock climbers, uh, like CrossFitters and things like that, they might like vinyasa more because vinyasa still uh, gets the blood pumping. Gets uh, it works on endurance and stamina as well as strength and flexibility, and it's also very meditative for those type of people who who can get into kind of a mind flow as they move their body in new ways each time. Um, hatha yoga is really great for balancing between um, hot and cold. Um, uh, the sun and the moon, that kind of stuff. If you want to spend more time in each pose, really exploring the pose, then Hatha Yoga might be the one for you. And if you want to go even deeper into that and start to uh, start to incorporate, if you if you already have like a really strong uh, 
physical practice, like maybe you do CrossFit or you are a dancer or something, or you do like tap or jazz dance or, um, or you are a rock climber or something like that, then yin yoga might be something good to pick up just to help release the joints and muscles. If you're a weightlifter, yin yoga might be really good because then it, again, it, it starts to release the tendons and the ligaments and the fascia so that you can, uh, you can recover more quickly, and also um, it's just uh, it helps with cell regeneration and things like that. So I, I think that there is no one kind of yoga that is the perfect type of yoga. I feel like everyone is going to be called to a different kind of yoga, just depending on what they like in other aspects of their life. Now there are some newer forms of yoga that that are also appealing. Um, just depending on, again, on, on what kind of floats your boat. Aerial yoga is something that I also, uh, I also practice and I think that it's great, again, for dancers. It's great for people who have tried vinyasa or hatha yoga and, it, and, and had trouble getting into the mindset of uh, being in those poses. If uh, your hamstrings are really tight or if you um, or maybe your calves are really tight or your shoulders are really tense, then aerial yoga might be uh, a good alternative for you. As for the other ones, I'm not uh, like, uh, I guess there's a new one called booty yoga and there's also, you know, like rage yoga and uh, goat yoga and things like that. And those I can't speak to. Those might be great introductions to yoga if you um, want to try yoga, but you want to do it kind of in a low-key kind of fun more of a party kind of setting and those those types of yoga might be the best way just to kind of try it out and see how you like it and then uh, from there move into other forms of yoga that that are more meditative um hi charlie thanks for joining um just answering questions so if you have a question then please um uh, type it up wherever wherever you like and i'll be happy to answer it Right now, I'm just kind of going through the most common uh, questions that I see in here. So uh, the second one I want to get to is if uh, I hear a lot of times that what to do if you're not flexible and you're not flexible enough to do yoga. And uh, my answer to that is you are flexible enough to do yoga. You just might have to modify what you are doing so that it serves your body more completely. It, uh, there is this kind of perception that we have to look like the teacher or we have to look like the Instagram picture. And that's not, uh, that's not what really needs to happen. So, um, you may not, you may be in a place right now where touching your toes is really difficult, but if you just bend your knees and maybe, uh, put a block or a blanket on the ground so that you can put your hands on that instead, you'll find that you can fold over, which is the real point of being able to touch your toes, is being able to lengthen through the back of your legs. So if you're getting that lengthening through the back of your legs, but your knees are bent and your head, your hands are on the block, you're still doing the pose correctly. So um, I love I love hearing that people have questions about their flexibility. There's always ways to do your yoga so that it feels really good and helps you become more flexible. But you can start now where you are right now. And so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, you just, 
it really is that simple. If you if you want to try yoga but you feel like you're not flexible, then try a version of yoga that's gentler, that is um, more in the space of where you are right now, which is absolutely fine. There is uh, there's no such thing as a subpar yoga. There's no such thing as um, like yoga for idiots or anything like that. That doesn't exist. There are no idiots. Who do yoga so if even if you have to do yoga in a chair even if you can only do yo yin yoga laying on your back you're still doing yoga and you're still doing exactly what you need to do to heal that uh, relationship that you have with your body so um, another one that I get a lot especially from business women is that they don't have time for yoga I know that's not a question that's a statement but the question is how do I make time for yoga and uh, that's one of my favorite things to talk about is making time for yoga is actually very simple. It only takes a few steps. Um, it does it does require you to figure out a few things about yourself and what your goals are. And so that's where uh, my coaching kind of comes in a little bit. Um, when you want to start yoga but you feel like you don't have time, there are... Uh, the first thing you want to do is you want to think about what, why you want to do yoga. Why do you want to do yoga? Do you want to do yoga because you want to lose weight? Do you want to do yoga so that you can focus? Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I've got something going on here. Let me take a drink real quick. <coughs> excuse me. So ask yourself the question, why do you want to start yoga? Why do you want to practice yoga? Do you want to get into that mindset of feeling clear and grounded so that you can take inspired action in your business? Do you want something that's going to help release your body so that you can sit and speak with your clients without fidgeting? Uh, do you want more confidence so that you can do live streams and podcasts and write content and, and reach out to people uh, more easily and with more uh, self-esteem? All of these things can come to you from yoga, but once you determine why you want to do yoga, then it, it starts to become easier for you to prioritize it. If you keep that why in your mind, and then once you prioritize it, then you put it in your schedule. So, I mean, I have a pretty busy schedule, but I always have time for yoga, but that's because I prioritize it. Uh, it's one of the first things I do in the morning, or uh, it's one of the last things I do at night. And the reason why I do that, I do it either that way. I I, I try I try to do it sometimes in the middle of the day, but for me personally, uh, it gets e it's easy to shove it to the side and do other things in the middle of the day. But if I choose the beginning of the day or the end of the day, then um, I know that it's either something that I'm just getting done and getting it, getting it um, I don't want to say over with because that's not really the way I feel about it, but uh, getting getting the most important thing done first which will make me feel more accomplished and ready to go for the day. Or it's something that I look forward to at the end of the day as a treat. Once you schedule it, then you can start to examine um, when in your day you are using your time less um, efficiently. I'm going to put that, try to put this the nicest way possible. And to put it more bluntly, when are you wasting time? When are you just scrolling through Facebook for no other reason than you are scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or you go down a YouTube spiral which I do 
very often. Um, these are all times that if you uh, if you manage your time, if you prioritize your time um, more efficiently, then you would find that you have lots of time for yoga. Anyway, so that's my big thing about yoga, about finding time for yoga, is you actually can. It's actually quite easy. It's just a matter of prioritizing. Um, let me look here. Oh, yeah, the expectation, Charlie says, the expectation versus the reality is sometimes startling. And that's, I think, coming back to the whole thing about flexibility. So true. It's so true. Um, the culture of yoga has become, I think it's getting better, but it, it, went, it's, it went through this phase where it was all about looking good in your yoga pants and being able to um, put your foot behind your head. And that's what we see a lot of in YouTube videos and on Instagram feeds is making the pretty picture and uh, showing showing the ex the extremes of advanced yoga, and so uh, a lot of times that's people that that is a person's first introduction to yoga, and so it can be um, it, it the perception that that you that you need to do those things to achieve yoga is it I can I can. My brain just totally farted out. I'm so sorry. Yes. Uh, so we get this perception. We get this idea in our minds that that's what yoga is and that's what we need to be doing to do yoga. And the reality is that um, anytime you connect with your breath, anytime you connect your breath to movement uh, in a mindful, intentional way, you actually are doing yoga. If you are just inhaling, reaching your arms up high and then exhaling, reaching down and touching the ground. If you do that a few times, you've done yoga. Um, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be king dancer or, uh, or, uh, bird of paradise balances. It doesn't have to be pinchu, um, arm balances. Um, I mean, those are great. And when you get in and as you progress in your yoga journey, those become, uh, ways for you to go deeper into the, the intention and the mindfulness. But those are people who have been practicing for years and years and years. And that is one thing that I feel like it needs to be illuminated more in those, uh, in, in those stories that we see is that, uh, is that that is an advanced practice that, that you start with being able to do downward facing dog. And as you open into downward facing dog, then you start to move into dolphin pose and dolphin pose eventually after, you know, however long you practice dolphin pose eventually turns into uh, for a uh, forearm stand prep where you've got your feet up against a wall and then you walk your feet up the wall and then eventually, you know, years and years go by as you practice this and eventually you don't need the wall anymore. Your legs are overhead, you know, and then you're in pin shoot. But it is a progression and I feel like that needs to be illuminated more in these stories. Um, that's what I try to do whenever I do any sort of intermediate or advanced pose uh, in Instagram or in any of the YouTube channels, uh, videos that I show, I try to explain this is a work in progress. I started here and this is where I am right now. You know, that's where I am in my practice. Where you are is exactly where you need to be. So, uh, I know my brain fart is funny. Take another drink. 
So that leads into the next question that, uh, that I get a lot is how often should I do yoga? And I think that that is also a very personal question. It has to do with how well you're able to prioritize. And it also depends on what your, what your why is, your, your reason behind doing yoga. If, uh, if you're doing yoga because you, uh, you want to feel good, then, then the next question you ask yourself is, well, how many, how many days a week do I want to feel good? I love that. <laughs> That's real blunt. And, uh, and I don't mean that's not meant in any sort of like, that's just the way it is kind of way. I, it is an honest question. How often do you want to feel good? How often do you want to get that, that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of success that comes after doing uh, a rotation of sun salutations? How often do you want to get that peace peaceful mind place that comes with laying in Shavasana for three minutes? How often during the week do you want to open your back as you breathe in child's pose? And for me, that is every day. Even if it's just 10 minutes a day, even if it's five minutes a day, I want that feeling every day because it influences the rest of my day for the next 24 hours. I feel the effects of having taken that time to honor myself, honor my body, and just check in with my body so that I can be more aware of my mind and my emotions. And that's the deep thing. So um, one other thing that I hear a lot, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, thanks, Charlie. Yeah, I do try, I do try to, to make the message very clear that, that, my journey is what my journey is, and I can guide you through your journey, but it may look different than mine. And that's absolutely okay. It doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It just means that you are where you are right now. Um, so, uh, again, with that in mind, uh, I had something else. Let me think. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, now I remember. So is, is yoga fitness or is it meditation or is it religion or is it a personal journey? And I think that depending on how you approach your yoga, the answer is yes. And there are, uh, there are a lot of purists out there who scream about how yoga is not just a physical practice. And I agree 100%, 100,000 million trillion quadrillion percent. Yoga is not a physical practice. Even it's not even a physical practice in the majority. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for joining. Um, I am just answering questions about yoga, yoga for you, yoga for your business, yoga for your life. So if you have any questions, just pop them in the comments and I will answer them just as quick as I can. But uh, my whole thing about that is sometimes people come into yoga because they've got something physical they want to deal with. And the thing about our existence, our reality, is that we cannot separate physical, mental, and emotional. They are all intertwined. And so if you start to better your body, if you start to check in and connect 
with the physical aspects of your reality. You are also opening up your awareness of your mental body and your emotional body. They cannot be separated. So even if someone comes into a yoga class thinking, oh, well, I need to take care of this little back thing I have going on, what they're going to get is physical help with that low back issue, but they're also going to find that their mind is calmer, that they can say to themselves, you know, oh, I noticed that when my back hurts, I get really anxious. But when I breathe into the body, when I breathe into my low back, releasing the muscles, that anxiety goes away too. It all goes together. So I have no problem with people coming to me for a physical issue that they think yoga will solve because it will. And it will also connect you more deeply with your emotions and with your thoughts. That's the way that that rolls for me. So if uh, you are practicing yoga and anyone gives you a hard time about the fact that you go for fitness, don't let that bother you. You, you may not be tapped into the awareness yet, but you are meditating. You are cleaning up your emotional, uh, your emotional body and your mental body as well. So, uh, if I, I'm going to take another drink and if you have any questions, post them and then I'm going to do this last question and then I'm going to sum it right up. Wow. I've been on for 26 minutes. It's crazy. coffee's so good. Okay. Last question I am going to answer. And of course, keep asking questions if there are any that you have. But um, the last question that I wrote down is, how can I work with you, Vivian? So let me tell you about what I do and why you might be interested. I am, uh, obviously you guys know who I am. I'm Vivian Wolf. I'm an online yoga coach. Um, I have a five-minute yoga break YouTube show that I offer, as well as this podcast where we talk, we usually talk more about um, yoga and your business, whether your business is online coaching, or maybe you knit, or maybe you are an artist, or a musician, or an actress, or an actor, or a dancer, or whatever it is, there, uh, yoga can help you tap into uh, your purpose and, and live that a little more fully. That being said, uh, I offer online uh, online classes and I teach locally here in Southeast Kansas. Um, if you want to work with me online, there are two ways that I do this. I have, um, well, they are both encapsulated in the membership. The membership is called Your Yoga Life and there's a gold tier and a inner circle tier. The gold tier is for people who want to practice yoga every day or they want to practice three days a week and they want a guide where they get free, they get live streamed, um, live streamed classes on the daily or however often you want to check in. I practice yoga live five days a week. We do uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. We do uh, a vinyasa, kind of an easygoing flowing class where you build strength, you build flexibility, you uh, move the body and it feels really good and fun. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we do restorative and hand poses to help you relax and release. Um, I believe in uh, balancing the two, yin and yang, uh, hot and cold, uh, male and female, light and dark, all of that stuff um, kind of comes into this play, this interplay of doing both of them. So if you uh, 
wanted to work with me and you just want and you just want to take classes with me, um, then you can do that. And maybe for you, it means you you show up on Mondays and Thursdays, and you do one heated class and one cool class, like one vinyasa and one yin class. Totally cool. The membership, the gold membership, is only twenty five dollars a month. So if you think about the fact that uh, usually a yoga class, if you go to a studio, is twenty five dollars just for one hour of class. You get, you know, even if you only even even if you only check in twice a week, you're still getting, uh, what is that? eight classes, eight classes for the price of one each month. So, I mean, that's the way that rolls. If you want, uh, if you want to go deeper into your practice and get personalized coaching as well as, uh, personalized yoga, uh, instruction where, uh, we meet one-on-one -on -one through zoom or Skype, then you can choose the inner circle tier, which is a hundred dollars a month, but you get, um, sessions with me one-on-one -on -one where we talk about setting goals for yourself, how yoga helps you achieve them. And, uh, how to to relieve physical, mental, and emotional issues uh, through the use of yoga. Anyway, so uh, this isn't a big ad thing. I just wanted to let you know that those things are available to you. Um, and if you want to join, then I'll post a link in the description. I have I have not done that yet, but uh, but yeah. Okay, so thanks so much for watching this live stream, and I am going to post this <laughs> completely unedited because that's insane and I feel like it would be really funny to to hear all of the the goof ups and and stuff like that that um that came up during this so the podcast will be um mostly unedited I'll clean it up a little bit so you can hear more clearly but thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening if you are catching this in the replay then I uh, I I ask that you please type replay into the comments and I'll get back and say hi and until next week I hope you have a marvelous day and namaste Thanks for listening to Your Yoga Life. Be sure to subscribe to get weekly shows delivered to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For tips and guidance on improving life and business with yoga, join the free Facebook group called, you guessed it, Your Yoga Life. You can find the link in the show notes. And until next time, namaste.